Work, work in progress. progress! Hello, friends, and welcome to our Work in Progress podcast, where Philip and I invite a guest to interview every week, mainly because <laughs> we're not really good at talking to each other. Yes. Things to talk about. <laughs> You're supposed to say, just kidding. They're going to think we're oh. actually not good at talking to each other. All right, that was that was a joke. I don't know why I was so energetic. Yeah, I don't know either. I want it to be. You're. It's because we have an exciting guest today. It is... Oh. The Dalai Lama. Oh, wait, are we introducing... I, I want to talk about some other things first. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. That was all a mirage. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I just want to talk about um, just some um, good news and bad news. Um, yeah, so let's start with the bad news because I like... We got to, you know, oh, talk okay. about the bad stuff and then kind of soften the punch with Man, some okay. good stuff. So. Soften the punch. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, Corona is not getting any better I don't think um yeah bad news uh there's at least over 10,000 COVID related deaths in New York alone I think it's about like 30,000 in the U.S. right now and like America is not really taking it's not really good at you yeah know? we're not yeah, not good at yeah that's true yeah it's because there's there's not enough like diagnostic tests yeah that they can do so but yeah hopefully our prayers will be answered we just need to continue praying for that um yeah, I mentioned this earlier, but U.S. is leading uh, highest country infected right now with 720,000 total confirmed cases. There might be more, but that's like what the CDC is saying around that number. So, yeah, that's another bad news. But good news, uh, around 70,000 recovered in U.S., so that's cool. Um, healthcare workers, there's a lot of support. There's a lot of, like, videos uh, in like New York and like different cities where like every night people would just clap for health workers like yeah during night that's really cool like people are really coming together and they're really supporting the healthcare workers because they're risking their lives out there so and yeah this coronavirus has I think brought a lot of people together that's another good thing like we're all in this together and we're really you know caring for these people and we want the best for them so yeah I think and the good news for our house I think I think our prayer lives have gotten much better we've been praying uh, intercessory prayers every night um for corona and just you know our souls are you know being refreshed yeah every along night, with so. along with the entire church yeah so. our whole church is praying um so yeah good good things will happen soon cool so all right let's so, introduce our guest so um last yeah last week we had one of eddie's roommates former roommates nick lee oh no i guess Oh, no, no, you're not roommates anymore. No. Former roommates, Nick Lee, joined the podcast. And so this time, one of my former and current roommate is joining us. And um, he, he he might not be recognizable to some of you now because he has no hair on his head. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of scary. He looks like, he looks like a Buddhist. He looks like a Buddhist. Yeah. Are you Christian? Oh yeah, well, <laughs> say his name. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. His I, name is Jeffrey. Wong. I know you. Oh, okay, you know right. Yes, Jeffrey. <laughs> Welcome, Jeffrey Welcome. Wong, to our podcast. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> so, Jeffrey, um, we were roommates since sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Right. We lived. We, that's like four years now. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All four years. All four yeah. years. Well, I mean, freshman year, I mean, we were in separate dorms, but oh, okay. But then me and Sam and Jeffrey lived together since sophomore year. But Jeffrey and Sam um, were on the same floor together their freshman year. Oh. Um, with Nao. And Nao, yeah. yeah. Mm, that's um, cool. Yeah. So wait. So was Sam the first GP person you met? I mean, technically, right? Yeah. Although. A2F was recruiting them. Oh. Recruiting him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Zing? Sam Yeah, Sam Zing, much like you, actually, went to every single fellowship for a little bit. Oh. You went to every fellowship, right? I did, yeah, I did. Well, A2F was kind of, like, very uh, brief. It wasn't like I went to their services. Oh, I see. And then you were in Coin for a little bit. Yeah, I was in Coin for a while. Yeah, but we don't talk about that. No, 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 no. No. I mean, I love them. They're great. But, uh... Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> so, to, Jeffrey... Um, oh, want to start with non-serious questions? I want to start... I kind of want to, you know... <laughs> I let's... Let, okay, continue. I kind of... Okay, I want to kind of, you know, put an agenda, I guess, but, like, like schedule it to non-serious question and then go into kind of, like, the spiritual question. So, 
let's start with the non-serious question. So the first thing I have written down is, um, how much did you weigh as a baby? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> really? I don't know. I was pretty big. I, I was almost a C-section baby, but oh, oh wow, yeah, but so at least over nine pounds. I, I, nine I, pounds. That's no. That's maybe that's eight man. with a full head of hair. Full head of, full I, head of I had a lot of hair, but not no teeth. She full head of teeth. <laughs> those, <laughs> those, get their teeth. Those, those, come on, you got you don't know that reference. Not it's really. From Parks and Rex. No, I don't uh, know. Ah, oh, dang. All right, I quit. I'm out of here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, but I mean, let's really just say you're ten question. pounds. Sure. You <laughs> are a 10 pound baby Oh my wow, goodness Wow 10 pound baby With a full head of teeth You won't believe What this 10 pound baby <laughs> Said on Christmas Eve uh, no. <laughs> I wasn't born on Christmas Eve Okay Well where, Tell us where you were born Tell us about Because you moved around a lot Right So just explain a little bit About that Um, I was born in Salt Lake City um, I, Oh Yeah I thought you were born In uh, Taiwan Wait so you were no. Mormon uh, <laughs> No 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 uh, My dad was doing his Uh PhD at uh, UU University of Utah. Uh, He's a Ute. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and, and then my sister and I we popped out um, <laughs> when he was finishing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's then, an interesting way of putting it. Pop um, out. went to Ohio for a year, California to like fourth grade, and then moved to Taiwan. Oh wow. What, what yeah. year did you move to Taiwan? Fourth. Uh, Fourth grade. fourth grade. He just said fourth grade. No, to Taiwan. Yeah, to Taiwan. Oh. I moved. Yeah, I moved after I finished third grade. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, that's cool. I always and thought you um were an immigrant. Re- yeah, he's a I reverse thought, immigrant. He immigrated I, to Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were you like uh, were born in Taiwan and then you um, came to America on a boat or like a raft, <laughs> <laughs> or you're like swimming. That was like thirty Israel. years ago, kind of thing, huh? Mm, you're not thirty. okay so you lived in taiwan you went to high school in taiwan and then you moved here for college yeah right nice oh Um, so you were there until high school and then until i finished high school school, and then then, yes and you're also from the part of taiwan the same part of taiwan as kevin kevin chen yeah chen shout out shout out to kevin Um, chen what what's your chinese name oh um wang zan yao Oh, what does that mean? I can I can hear the Jeff Wang in there. Wang <laughs> Jeff Wang. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. Uh, my, my grandfather gave me the name. So Yao is like a Chinese emperor. Um, and then... It, okay, this might sound racist, but is it the same Yao as Yao Ming? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. no. Different okay. one, different one. Yeah, and then... Yeah, so basically my name just means like excellent emperor. Oh, wow. Of some sort. You do give off an emperor vibe. Uh, oh, it, no, <laughs> like Cusco, <laughs> Emperor's new group. Yeah, yeah, you do like yeah, Cusco. You remind with me no of hair. a llama, because <laughs> Dalai Lama, because of my hair. Yes, yes, yes. Dalai Lama. <laughs> yes. Okay, this is how we're going. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's, it's Great Emperor, Cusco, Lama, Dalai, Dalai Lama. Lama. Short it's hair, a full circle. It all makes sense now. It all makes yeah. sense. <laughs> okay, um, and what is the the best thing about Taiwan like if if our listeners went to Taiwan like what's one thing that they have to do well they have to eat and I think that like that just that anything what? from the streets yeah like, and just pick up something from the ground and yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, well from the street it would be like you know like night market yeah um, I think the food is great good scenery good good tea Okay. Um, for oh, me, it's because yeah. my family's there, so that has like an extra like yeah, yeah. layer of, you know. Okay, and then we just have to settle this once and for all. Stinky tofu it's is the best thing in the world. Is it's pretty okay, good. Okay. No, I never so, had stinky tofu. Okay, so so I went to I went to Taiwan to visit Jeffrey, and he took me to a, the the most legit night market. We had the most legit stinky tofu. It, it was legit, but not the most legit. Okay, yeah, yeah. but it's legit. Yeah, and how many it, levels of legit are there? Oh, there are so many, yeah. so many. Oh, oh. Yeah, and I was at the highest tier, and it tasted. I'd rather eat durian than stinky tofu. Oh, it, I understand. It was high tier, but not highest okay, tier. Okay, but I would rather eat durian than stinky tofu. See, I've never had either of those foods. But I would also rather um, have my eyebrows shaved off than do either of those things. So. Oh, mm, that's a. 
Is that? Are you gonna shake on that? Yeah. Bet. Wait. Sure. <laughs> Bet. Yeah, okay, but tomorrow. And <laughs> but, um. So explain to us what is going on your in your mind as you eat stinky tofu because clearly yeah. you must be like have some kind of damage. Taste <laughs> <laughs> buds or something. <laughs> Brain damage. I, I will admit the smell is not the most pleasant thing. Okay. But what does it smell like? Can you describe the smell, please? And that is putting oh. it extremely mildly. It smells pretty bad. Straight up, it, it smells like a sewer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, no. It smells like, you know, like yeah. when you're in like Korea or something and then like, and then you get that whiff of like the sewage. Oh, never it, been to Korea. Oh, okay. Never mind. Like, in, in, <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. What? I was born in Korea. Oh, so you but, were in, so you, I probably sniffed some kind of sewer, but I just don't remember. <laughs> You know, it kind of smells like your socks. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that really hurts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry in the corner. Okay, now. but, but <laughs> it, it's just, it's pretty bad. Come on, like it's. But, um, there's like a I, similar dish in Korea called a chungukjang, and that's very stinky. But I love that. Okay, okay. You, true. you would like stinky tofu then. I think I would like stinky. I, tofu. I agree. No, 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 no. I like chungukjang too. It's really? different. But that's because who made who? Yeah. Which chungukjang have you had before? Like your mom made it. Wait, what? What is chungukjang? It's or, it's like really really fermented. It's like if yeah. you take tenjang and you like ferment it even more. Mm. It's like soybean uh, paste, but like you ferment it until like white mold forms on it, and then you cut that off. That's pretty much that's, stinky tofu. Yeah, yeah, that is what stinky tofu, tofu is like. Except it's not white mold; it's green. But oh, I, is that is that allowed? Yeah. Isn't that poison? Um, no, actually. I, I thought more like moss. Wait, wait, weren't you oh. telling me that like when they serve it, they like. Lift up a flap of the mold. Comes a frog like in your serve it, and then <laughs> no, 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 they, they, that's where they put in the container, and then oh, okay. after they they prep it. Sometimes okay, we talked about sticky tofu too long. Are we just gonna ignore the frog that was in your throat? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, moving on. Okay, so okay, so so going back. We to, like to have fun here. <laughs> going back to um, what were we talking about? Oh, okay, your your life. Okay, so you were in in high school in Taiwan. Um, and then you came to Berkeley. Um, just tell us a little bit about, tell us a little bit about like what freshman year Jeffrey was like. And then you can talk a little bit about high school if that helps. Like just, just give us a picture of like, like what was your mindset coming to Berkeley? Um, and then like you can tie in a little bit like your mindset towards like church and everything. Yeah. Um, it was kind of mixed for the church part, but at least coming to Berkeley, I was, I was pretty ambitious. Um, I knew... I think I came in wanting to graduate in three years and then oh, like... Oh, wow. What major? Uh, I was at MCB, so molecular cell bio and yes. I wanted to just get out of here and then like... Live life. Well, not live life, but like I wanted like... Um, Success. Succeed in my career. Uh, wanted to do medicine and... At what yeah. point... Sorry. At what point did you know you were pre... You wanted to be pre-med? Um, because I mean, you kind of have to That's come in high school high okay. school okay. yeah wow. I, I think that yeah medicine was always something that like interested me mm. but like more superficially like oh it's kind of cool yeah way back yeah yeah did your parents want you to become a doctor no or? you know funny thing my dad actually didn't want me to become a doctor because oh. he's kind of afraid of like patients and like he, he knows it's like a tough job and like mm. he didn't want me to like have to work a, like oh wow yeah I see. I it's see. very or, atypical yeah. for Asian parents yeah I feel yeah like. yeah but like definitely higher education but like they weren't like yeah they weren't pushy on me to be like a physician and like I don't know like you see now like doctors nurses they're getting like overworked yeah, and like for sure. yeah. they're like sacrificing a lot and I think that's something that like my parents were afraid of yeah, yeah they, they just, just don't want their you, yeah, yeah they just don't want me to like have to go through that much so it was like a self-developed thing you wanted to do like yeah something. yeah was there um a different job you wanted to do before that or was it always um, i mean i i loved biology i think yeah. growing up i had like two huge books one was like on how things work and then one oh. is like just like on how old life. were you when you had that i don't know like elementary school oh so God. there's a lot of pictures but oh. i knew i would never wanted to be an engineer because i got really bored like oh. figuring out how things work like kinematics like throw uh, uh, assume a spherical cow stop that's an actual question in physics like you assume a spherical cow why a cow i don't know it's just okay. like a yeah. physicist joke it's okay. not really that funny okay but yeah in the like when i opened my first physics book in college 
It was like, assume a <laughs> spherical cow. Uh, measure its gravitational pull towards this ball. Well, yeah. I was in elementary school, so it was more like pictures of engines and, and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's pretty okay. intimidating. But I mean, it was funny. Spherical cow yeah, is yeah. much more appealing. Yeah. I, I was talking to Nick Lee about it, and like he would definitely go for the how things work kind yeah. of guy and then yeah. Yeah, I don't know he's, okay. he's a chemi and our resident carpenter I guess yeah but Nick doesn't he didn't like chemi <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake he yeah, like, yeah. yeah he he wanted think, like yeah, yeah after a second year he always <laughs> would tell me like every week oh I should have done chemi I should have done civi <laughs> I'm like dude just switch majors and but he just continued to do chemi and I don't know didn't, didn't he like he did data science he, last he, semester well last he semester. thought he clicked Civi. Oh yeah, college, yeah, right? yeah. So this is. I mean, we talked about this in pa- past episodes, but yeah, when we were me and Nick, we were, uh, yeah, applying for college apps. There's like a part where you yeah like declare a major, and this was for um, Berkeley. No, no, no. Yeah, this was for Berkeley, and there was Civi. It's an alphabetical order, so Civi, Chemi. Wait, HI. No, yeah, Chemi, Civi. We <laughs> <laughs> got the alphabet for a second. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a while. while. Yeah, 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 elementary school while. is fun. Uh, anyway, but yeah, he misclicked. <laughs> he was going to click Civ E. He wanted to do Civi, but he misclicked, clicked Chemi, but he got into Berkeley and he was like, wait, I'm Chemi? <laughs> <laughs> wow, he got in a harder major. Yeah, he got wow. into a harder major. I mean, on that's accident. pretty amazing. On yeah, accident. Yeah. He was a genius on accident. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they click actually no right I was just saying maybe they click the wrong person yeah. oh my god <laughs> the wrong Nick Lee it was like, it was, it was like Nick Lee L.I. yeah <laughs> no also okay yeah. sorry sorry no he is a smart man he got here yeah he's, he's smart yes. he's a smart wasn't man. he almost like regents or something no 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 I was, re- I was oh, almost regents oh yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was okay no right, no, right. <laughs> okay but going back to um your mindset coming into college. So, yeah. so you were pretty ambitious. You wanted to go to medicine. Um, but then, I mean, I mean, I've known you for a while and then I know that that's, that's kind of one side of, of your mindset coming into college. And then like, I mean, throughout high school and stuff, like a lot of what you did was like have fun and like kind of do crazy things. Can you like kind of paint a picture oh. about that? It doesn't have to be like super yeah. in depth, but. Well, cra- I don't know about crazy things, but, um, I, I, yeah, I just wanted to have fun. I think one of my mantra was like work hard and I guess not really play hard, but have a good time. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, I felt like I wanted to make the most of my education, but also like not stress out too much about it and be able to like meet new people. Um, yeah. And kind of enjoy life, I guess. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So with all that kind of, as your goal like where does church and like all that kind of fit in yeah so i think coming out of high school i was kind of mixed um part of me was like oh i had the realization that like i was kind of not so different from all my other non-christian friends and so Mm. part of me i was kind of wrestling with that was which is like oh why am i like a christian like what like just because i go to church on sunday and if you knew me back in high school, well, I guess in college too, like I fall asleep a lot. And so <laughs> I was always the kid with my friend in the back of the pews. And Freshman like, year too. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> almost every message. Yeah, it, it, it was, yeah, it was not a good picture. Like you'd sing your heart out and then absolute KO, like the minute, you know, <laughs> someone goes up to the podium. So yeah, I mean, I also went to like, uh, like a old white church. Um, and so like in, in Taiwan in Taiwan yeah yeah so they, oh. it was for people who were working in Taiwan but they weren't Asian and yeah. so oh. um, I went to that church so it wasn't really like youth friendly and so yeah. Yeah, I find I myself just like going out of like yeah because my parents went and that's kind of what a Christian like that's what they do you know yeah, you and so your parents. yeah and, and so that was that um, so part and part of me was also like I wanted to give it another shot just like I don't know grow in my faith because knowing that like man like is this something that like I want to continue spending time in or should I just like I don't know work on me you know mm. so like when you were coming into wait so when did you join um Clasis? oh man first, was that freshman year or? freshman year first event I think oh, oh actually not not even it was like the Sunday before oh school even started yeah yeah oh, do you wow. remember how you heard about it 
Yeah, so one of my other high school friends, um, he got fired. Um, I think international students, we kind of moved in a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so oh, yeah. It, was sa- it was a Saturday, he got fired, and he was like, oh, yeah, yo, there's like church on Sunday, you want to go? And so I went. Is it Daniel? It. Yeah, Daniel yeah, Hoover, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I was like, okay, let's just go, and, you know, start off good or give it a good shot. And so I just remember, wow, like, the message was really relatable, and I never hmm. really felt that before oh. back at the old white church <laughs> in Taiwan. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you yeah. know where? Do you remember where it was? Yeah, it was a deal. Oh, um, it was Kevin Ho. Um, he yeah. was giving the message on the pool of. I can never Bethesda, pronounce it. Bethesda. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was just I was just like, wow, I've never read that like story like in that, that before. Yeah. yeah, and I was like. Wow, that's me. Like I'm the guy who want who wants to like. Um, if I only had, you know, mm-hmm. the the only success, if I had this, yeah, the thing, accomplishments, yeah. and my life would be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you and then you moved into your floor, and then you met Sam and Nao. How did did that <laughs> influence your decision to stick with places at all? Or I guess okay, at that at that point, Sam wasn't really part of places. Yeah, yeah. So Sam- then, so then, what was I guess then what what caused you to join places other than like feeling like the messages were applicable was there other yeah. factors I, I think it, it was mostly um, just the community I think like man like I think the third day like Jason Liu um, oh, he was like okay. Jason you Liu want... is one of Isaiah's peers yeah yeah, yeah he's serving at Santa yeah Cruz? Santa, Santa Cruz. Cruz yeah and mm. he was like yo you want to get sushi I was like oh okay oh, wow, sushi. <laughs> and then yeah he just took us out to sushi and huh. It was just like, like events after, or not events, but like people like showing generosity again and again and again. And that again was something that I've never seen before. Like people who are not like saving for themselves, but who give generously, who genuinely cared about you. And for me, that was like the beginning of seeing what like an Acts 2 community was like, where people, you know, were selling their stuff for other people um they yeah they wanted to fellowship they want they prayed for one another and that was a community aspect of like church christian life that like i never experienced before yeah um and that was like kind of like the contrast between like wow i'm living life like any other normal person versus like this is what a christian life mm-hmm. could be and should be yeah definitely yeah i don't remember first time I met you do you remember no it kind of just blurred yeah I mean because yeah. I didn't start coming out to Clay's events until I didn't go to any welcome week events I think my first event was like once school started oh so Jeff yeah. was first so he came before you <laughs> to Clay's I guess no no no, no. you places. weren't you at no you led a Sunday praise or something I don't know. I remember. Really? I remember before we get we got really close. I used to like kind of tease Philip about like his singing voice and like how you should go to. You remember Leon? Like he he was part of Berkeley Star. Oh Oh, yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. I would. I used to like tease Philip, and then he would get really like red and like embarrassed and shy. Wait, what's uh, what's Berkeley Star? It's like it's like it's like a talent show. Yeah, talent show for like or but for singing. For singers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Leon Z, who is one of like Nick Kang and Alex Song their period yeah. he's an amazing singer now he's like recording his own tracks he's like an R&B singer so like, he went did he win? no he got to the finals yeah. I don't think he won yeah well no he went to the training school that, that wasn't a competition was oh you mean for the competition oh, oh Star, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah he went to like the final like 10 or something yeah yeah he almost yeah. won yeah 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 but but yeah, yeah I don't remember I think it all kind of just blurred yeah probably yeah. just like in a Friday event yeah and then, um, yeah, and then so kind of fast forwarding from that, like we lived together. And then I know like that summer, well, because <laughs> that summer was also kind of pivotal for you in terms of like how you saw like places. And can you, can you explain a little bit about what happened that summer? And like, yeah, so the week before finals week, I, I tore my ACL while playing basketball and I don't know. I was feeling kind of bummed out. Well, just, it, just saying yeah. that game. It was like me, you, Chaz. Chaz is one of Sam Cheese peers. He's like this six one, like white guy, really, really strong, really athletic. Yeah. And then wh- who was the fourth person? 
I think Sam Shi was probably there. Sam Shi. Yeah, we were yeah. just killing it at Hearst. Yeah, like, we, we could not be yeah, stopped. Yeah, but unfortunately, I I went out and then yeah, I, I think that was like kind of like building on the axe to community that was when i felt like wow like these bro these older guys like they're they're more than just like good friends but like they're actually family and so i had my surgery up here in the bay area because like of insurance stuff um and then basically the closest house guys at that time which was in woosley yeah. on woosley um so sam she new grad and then skylar new grad and kind of like some older people, Eugene, Brian, Mao, um, before they went off to the East Coast, like, they just kind of took me in, and it, it was just like, wow, experiencing a whole summer of, like, them feeding me, taking care of me, taking me to the my, like, checkups, appointments, and stuff, and I just felt really loved, and just so grateful that, like, even just after one year of, like, knowing them, like, they would take me in as one of their own and that was like that was a really pivotal moment to see like wow like this is what love really means it's not just like you know loving the people that like you're, you're you get along with not just your blood relative but it's just everybody and anybody who is in need yeah and yeah. you literally spent the whole summer on that couch oh that couch was a great couch, <laughs> it, it was a really great couch. but like i mean he couldn't yeah. move yeah um but you didn't tell them about Oh, yeah. How much I did to like heal your injury? Yeah, so so <laughs> Philip was, and I don't know when he got so comfortable to do this, but basically, like when I'm, I was on my crutches, like he would steal the crutch, he would rip out I the crutches know, from on. my hands. No, you would rip out the crutches <laughs> from my hands, and then he would say, "Jeffrey, if you have faith, you would walk right now." And this was like two weeks after my surgery. I was, I was trying to. Um, Follow in the footsteps of my savior. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Are you saying you were trying to claim? Yeah. No, no. Were... Come on, come on. Jesus' disciples healed yeah. people. And then, okay. Yeah, but with authority. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was practicing my authority. Mm. Another thing that Philip would do, like, and also Grace, like, who's also one of our peers, <laughs> yeah. they would like go up to me, look at like my wound, and they would press on it. Okay, come and on. And they go like, oh. Does this hurt? Okay, okay. And oh my god. I'm like <laughs> screaming in agony and they're just like, okay, okay. oh, it hurts, does? Oh, okay. Let me know that <laughs> Jeffrey is the the number one exaggerator of stories. Okay, <laughs> He always twists the story to try to get pity for himself. Oh, please. I want your side of the story, Philip. So what, why did you There was no that? reason why he would touch my It's okay, my Eddie, Let's move on. I <laughs> see. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, I think it's kind of funny because... Like we're we're now we're kind of in the same situation where it's like we have a freshman living with us for like I mean it's been like a month now. <laughs> yeah. And then I mean he's not injured. Yeah, he's not injured, uh, but like I mean yeah, you should of, injure him. He listens to this. <laughs> oh no, I mean like maybe because Jeff, you know, like he experienced such, you know, great community through his injury, you know, maybe suffering. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh well, so, I mean, just it's just kind of funny how it came full circle, you know? And it's like, it's our first year. Um, hopefully, I mean, for you, that was a good experience. So hopefully, we're not doing anything too uh, negative. <laughs> hopefully, what we're doing is... is I mean, yester yesterday, we did a hot wings challenge, and we made Edward eat uh, the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, no, I told him, like, you don't have to do this. Like, you know, but he wanted to do it. Yeah, yeah. And, it was fun. And, yeah, but he was complaining the whole night. He's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so hot. Yeah. I still feel it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, like, I told you, you don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. See, like, it's okay. See, the difference was at that Clay's house, there were older guys living with the first years, but it's just us. Yeah, it's <laughs> so just us. we're kind of making it, making it up as we go. We're, we're trying our best, Edward. Cut us some slack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but um, okay, so then I know that that was one person that summer who, like, you got specifically close with was Sam Shee. Yeah. Because he's, I mean, he lived there, you spent so much time with him. And then I know he's someone that's, like, over the years, like, you always kind of felt connected to him. Um, can you just explain your relationship? Like, why, why you guys are similar and, like, just how, I don't know, some significant moments yeah, that you remember? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Huh. So, I think similarities, just like our backstories, like 
pretty much identical. Like Sam Shi also grew up in the states. I think he was in Washington, and then also moved to Taiwan. Went to like international school, um, and so like there are a lot of parallels. Like our high school life, like what happened, even like relationships, bad relationships. They're like pretty much the same. So. And we have like similar interests, similar like hobbies and stuff. Yeah. And so like I just remember like bawling with him like a lot. Yeah. And so I think, and he was a senior back then when I was a freshman. And so I I felt really, like connected. Like mm-hmm. he knew like what I was going through a lot, of the times. And like yeah, he was just like a caring older brother. And so I think it just naturally, um, mm-hmm. we just got I just got along with him really well. Um, yeah. but I think, yeah, that summer. He, I think, basically, he was still in class. Um, he was taking the summer classes, but he would just spend like, I don't know, like hours with me. Like, <laughs> like I just remember like mornings, like when everyone else is going to work. Like, we'd either go to class or we just go to HB and like just hang around. And <laughs> I don't know, like he just was faithful and he just stuck with me the whole time. And mm-hmm. I think that was like the beginning of like really growing close with him mm, um yeah. i know like sophomore year like he was ministering to um cole's class but like <laughs> philip and i we would like halfway like you know like 11 p.m we would like yeah. a samshi after we're playing hungry. basketball after playing basketball we're like hey we kind of want sweet tea and like he would be like okay give me like 10 minutes and he would drive oh, wow. over to our place yeah. pick us up take us to mcdonald's and pay for and it every of time course, of course pay for it every time <laughs> wow. eat with us or and then drop us back and yeah. Sam she has the secret uh, yeah. superpower of memorizing everyone's order so oh, I don't yeah. need to call anyone out here but, <laughs> but sometimes Shirley would, would take us and she'd always forget our orders so then we'd be like like as we're in the car like we'd have to like call it out one by one Sam she we could just say it like all and then he'd just repeat it off like without having to ask us once like wow. perfectly yeah it's crazy Okay, that's all I had to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That 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 was that was really fun. Um but yeah, like I, I think going off that, like I didn't know like how hard that was to do until like after we graduated yeah. and like And you tried to do it. <laughs> not even, no, just, not like, even just yeah. coming home at ten PM. No, we me and Jeffrey would come home and we'd be like, just the thought of like having to take a freshman to McDonald's right now, we were like <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> yeah, and so I think that was like we were doing like course. Oh no, we we're doing PCL at Steve's yeah. place. Um, and that that just hit me. I was like, wow, like I'm like dead tired at 10 p.m. after like work and then going to Berkeley ministry and like to have like this this kid who's like not even your direct student, quote yeah. unquote, asking you, hey, can we get McDonald's? And then you're saying like, yeah, let's get it. I'm like, I'm like just constantly being blown away and like just challenged by just like how he's so selfless and like willing and so down to like Mm -hmm. meet people and just be there like he's not like he didn't preach at us or anything but he was just there yeah Yeah. and so i think that was something that like i learned a lot from him Mm. yeah we've been with him for a while i mean like our freshman year he was a senior and then i mean ever since then it's like been him and isaiah as like the fixtures in our lives yeah and then now he's my leader which is like really interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah cool and then so um i guess man i feel like we should tell some some stories about york just like oh, days yeah, yeah. Some living together me you and sam me and jeffrey we would <laughs> so, so for people who who know our dynamic we we like to mess around with each other a lot we like to kind of fake argue we would like we would be in the car just like kind of kind of squabbling over like stupid things and then stuff and Isaiah would be so annoyed at us well Isaiah would be chuckling yeah Isaiah would be laughing at us and I think stuff would be, like, went, went a little crazy inside. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. so of course like us living together like it was really fun I mean we have a lot of similar interests too so then like we would spend any free day we just hop on the bus go to Phil's coffee like <laughs> work all day well I would work all day. <laughs> Philip would be okay, come on. watching NBA and saying, "Great D, great D." <laughs> oh, we would go home and then we cook like no, 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 steak. No, we go to Safeway. Oh, yeah, we go, go to, to Safeway. Safeway. We always buy steak from the manager's special or like <laughs> yeah. something good. 
We because we would watch Gordon Ramsay together, <laughs> and we love to try his recipes. Yeah, and then oh we cook. You're like an old married yeah. couple. <laughs> then after dinner, oh God, no. I would be like, "Oh, okay, let me finish up some work," and then Philip would just say, "Oh, I didn't do anything today." <laughs> okay, but yeah. but she's got degrees. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, and then and then we just like stay up late. Um. We, oh, we had a Hamilton phase. Oh yeah. We were like nonstop seeing Hamilton, and then we just kind of be messing around really late into the night, and then Sam Zhang. So the room was me, <laughs> Jeffrey, and Sam, and then. So, okay, what happened was I had a loft, okay? Because when we were first moving in, I called Jeffrey and I was like, I was literally at Ikea. I called Jeffrey. I was like, hey, I'm at Ikea. Should I get a bunk bed? And do you just want to split a bunk bed? Or should I get a loft? And then you and Sam get a bunk bed. And then Jeffrey was like, oh, you know, I'll get a bunk bed with Sam because Sam's mom is buying us mattresses. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to get a loft. And he was like, okay. So then I bought a loft. And then Sam's mom bought the mattresses, but she, she accidentally bought them twin XL mattresses which are like what two or three inches longer than normal yeah. is what they have in the dorms yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's, it's a little bit longer than a normal twin mattress but the only thing is that you cannot find a twin XL bunk bed like for less than like five thousand dollars like like the only <laughs> ones that they sell are like the ones they sell to the dorms so then Jeffrey and Sam could not find a bunk bed so for two years <laughs> they literally did not have a bed frame they just had their mattresses on the ground. <laughs> and so I had my I had my loft and like my desk underneath and these two were just sleeping on, basically on the ground for two years. And then the me, Yeah, and then and then they didn't even take the plastic wrap off of the mattress. They just what? put their sheets over the plastic wrap to like keep it clean. Were you gonna return it or something? No, so the idea was we were gonna sell it, yeah, but yeah. we never did. They never did. <laughs> but we ended up giving it. Which is typical, which yeah, is classic oh, okay. Sam and Jeffrey. <laughs> like, oh, we'll do it, and then like it never happens. <laughs> Wait, so Sam's mom bought you a mattress? Because okay, it was when I was um. He was in. I tw- yeah, it was after my surgery. Oh, ACL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And so we, were, he was just like, oh, and you know, my my mom can like get it for both of us, and oh, I was like, cool. oh, cool, yeah, that that's cool. Oh yeah, oh, and then so. Nice. so we would, me and Jeffrey would be messing around, and then to make it worse, Sam is literally like sleeping on his mattress on the ground right next to us, <laughs> and he's like the lights are fully on, and he's got his his sleeping mask on, and we're just like making a ruckus. And we, I think a couple of times we actually jumped on. Yeah, we like jump on his bed, and, like, and yeah, and then one of one of our friends, Andrew Chang, he came over. He would come over to hang out sometimes late at night, or like bring McDonald's. And then one time we're just like doing our thing, and then Andrew's like. You guys are the worst roommates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but to Sam's credit, he sleeps through anything, so he did not wake up at all or like yeah. he never complained. Once he's out, he's he's fully out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh really. Maybe maybe he was like awake the whole time and just yeah, not saying just anything. doing yeah, just, just brewing it, you know, just character I'll get building. You. Character I'll building. I'll get you next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you wait. just wait. Yeah. Well he did get me because senior year we slept we slept in the same room and every night he'd be like Let's talk about something. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, Sam. See, he actually didn't want to talk about anything. He just wanted to, you know. <laughs> to punish you. Yeah, punish you. Yeah. Vengeance. <laughs> but yeah, um, we had a lot of fun. I think, yeah, I think like Jeffrey and I share a lot of interests. And then, I mean, I think between the three, me, him, and Sam, like, yeah, we got really close through just living together and just being able to, like, I don't know, just like talk things out with each other. And then um, junior year was like exciting because we got to like lead small groups. Even though I wasn't in their small group, um, I mean we, we we each knew what was going on in everybody else's small group, and there was kind of I mean there was drama. There was like a lot of just figuring things out, a lot of mistakes. But um, oh yeah, what you know, <laughs> one of my favorite mistakes was um, your favorite mistake. <laughs> well, we were because we were we would have to every Friday. Like, imagine, like, the juniors being in charge of freshman Bible study. No staff. Mm-hmm. Like, we were just in our apartments. We would have to cook and give the message and, and post. do posts. Oh, wow. And so, my group, it was me, Alex, Lung, Genji, Jasmine, and Cynthia. Cynthia is one of our other friends. She's in Boston now. But then, one time I came in, because I was giving the message, so I, I wasn't doing food prep. So, then I came in a little bit late, and then I smelled something burning. And I was like, what's burning? And I opened the... The menu that night was Costco pizza. I opened the oven and somebody put the Costco pizza in the oven on the highest rack 
in the cardboard box. <laughs> so the cardboard box is like smoky. Oh no! It's like, it's like an inch away from the the heated grate, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, we're gonna die!" <laughs> Did you find out who it was? I think it's Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> My favorite one is the enoki. Enoki mushroom. Oh, no, no, no. You got to tell the one about Sam Zang's rice. <laughs> so, yeah, when, uh, I forgot what the menu was, but Sam Zang was in charge. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> of cooking <laughs> rice. Yeah. And I don't know yeah, what he did, but basically when the freshman came over. But he undercooked it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, well, he undercooked it and then. It, it was like, ready. And then yeah. he thought, he thought yeah. that. Like to make it better, he should just pour water in. So he yeah. just poured water in, and then enter and like pressed cook again, yeah, and yeah. hopefully that will work. Uh-huh. And then so when the freshmen came over and they were tasting the rice, the response was like, "Wow, I've never had crunchy, <laughs> soggy, and undercooked, but some overcooked rice." <laughs> so basically, what happened was the top stayed completely like uncooked yeah. and the bottom just got really overcooked and mushy and soggy oh. and one of the freshmen she was like this is the first time I've had raw and overcooked <laughs> rice in the same bite like, oh my goodness yeah. it was crunchy and yeah. soggy and yeah. 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 It's, undercooked it's the whole and shebang yeah. <laughs> yeah. made a lot of mistakes but that was fun yeah but yeah York we that was of, a sophomore and junior year yeah sophomore, yeah. sophomore junior year um a lot of McDonald's. Oh my gosh, we would drink, we would eat McDonald's all the time. Drink sweet tea all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, one, yeah. I mean, we talked about how, like, when you guys started coming out, yeah, we, yeah. we did that. Like, that was kind of our go-to thing. Oh yeah, um, just throwing finger darts for like hours. Yeah, dude, we used to eat darts. a lot of good. Yeah, food. I mean, we still eat good food, but I used to just like grill like Korean barbecue at like ten p.m. Uh, yeah, yeah, or, like yeah, make yeah. pancakes, like flan. Flan. That's that's what it was. Yeah. Wow, you guys were bougie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Gordon Ramsay. He spoiled us. Yeah, mm. yeah, that was fun. Okay, and then I mean, and then senior year we moved to Juicy House together. What was your experience with Juicy House? Because you didn't live with any of the Clases guys. No, no, I was with Genji. Oh yeah, you were in Genji. Yeah, and Leon. Yeah, yeah. Juicy House was it was just fun. I yeah. think it was kind of wild. Like thirty guys in a house. Oh, I guess twenty of us. Yeah, and then yeah. Cole's class was in the. Basement. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a basement. It was just a first yeah. floor, but it felt like a basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Do you have a memory that sticks out to you from Juicy House? That we can tell on this podcast. Oh, like a fun one or like a... I don't know, any, anything. anything. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Maybe a sad Actually, one. you know, now that I think about it, yeah. some of my fondest memories from Juicy House are, are yeah. cleaning, our house cleaning times. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The cleaning yeah, itself yeah. obviously is not fun, but like we just all got together and we just kind of blast music and we just had a good time. Mm. But yeah, our whole house would be busy, and I think yeah, the cleaning the fridge was the worst because oh yeah, it's just every, every week is just something is spoiled. Wait, yeah, and how much? <laughs> yeah. How many? Eggs? We went through like f- too many five dozen eggs in a week or something. Yeah, like that? something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, and like five gallons of milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. But like every every time we we're like. Every week we would clean our house clean, and um, yeah, we just hear, "Oh my gosh, what is this? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, sick. Yeah, oh, sick! Yeah, yeah. every who's, time. Uh, who, yeah, whose yeah. uh, food is this? Oh my gosh! Oh, this onion is so gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then what? getting to live with the coin guys was like, it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I think of course you you really see the difference in like culture. <laughs> um, there was there was a divide in the house. Yeah, very very sharp divide. Like a like. But in know, a good just, way, yeah. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like we the went, front of the house was like you know coy and they're like really uh, well behaved and not loud, and then the back of the house would be really loud with the places <laughs> yeah. yeah, screaming yeah. and yeah. yeah basically, play, play we would smash. just yeah. play smash. <laughs> we we play, watch videos. Yeah. Watch we just movies. wrestle each other and then make a ruckus and yeah. then all the coin guys would like. And then yeah, just like peek run from over. the door yeah, and yeah, just like the hallway. kind of like See what we're doing. Yeah, like, just like giggle and like both half disgusted, half like intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> what are these animals doing? <laughs> I remember uh, when we were moving out. Um, it was just like me, Jeff, and um, Arisi, I think. Oh yeah, that was good times. Yeah. It, we... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Everyone left for summer. No, okay, okay. No, no, we no, were some in people, Cambodia. Yeah, some we're people in went Cambodia. to mission trip. So yeah, yeah, we were alone and we were just kind of like. 
you know, taking care of stuff and moving people's that. stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> and cleaning <laughs> up. And cleaning up. Oh, my goodness. It was a pain. For you, the three of you were cleaning up for 30 guys. 30 guys, 30 guys yeah. yeah. We had to move, and we had to move all the sisters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sisters, and oh, yeah. That, I learned a lot of patience and <laughs> a lot of love. Yeah. And I learned to be, um, you know, just you know, control my anger. And <laughs> <laughs> but in all toil, there's profit. Pro- yeah, I, I learned how to drive safely. Oh. Yeah. Because yeah. Orisi and I, we would have to, like, go pick up, like, a U-Haul at, like, 10 p.m. And oh, yeah, yeah. I just got my license, like, that winter or mm. the winter before, and mm-hmm. I've never driven since then. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Jeffrey still doesn't drive. I don't have a car, but... Yeah. But okay. that was good, like... It was good training. And yeah, then, there was a lot of back and forth between Tucker House and Juicy House. Yeah. Like, and moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, um, we should probably wrap up soon because it feels like this is going a little bit long. Yeah, but, but do you want to... Let's talk about your decision to follow Christ. Like, when was that exactly? Yeah. Like, when did that click for you? Okay. Um, I think, I think growing up, like, I never had an issue with, like, you know, there being a God. So, like... It, it wasn't more like an intellectual thing, but it was more like surrendering what I want to do and yeah. then to follow what God wants me to do. And I think like the first like big pivotal moment was like winter retreat. And I think... Sorry, it, what year? Win, uh, freshman year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so okay. it was, yeah, winter retreat and like just hearing all the testimonies. I think yeah. that was like what I remember the clearest. Like I think one of them was Angel, she... And then the other one was Myra, 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 Myra Chen. And like just hearing their backstories of how they had everything. So like Angel Shi being like MD, PhD, super rock star, scientist, yeah. doctor. And like that, that was my dream. That yeah. was like, I want to get there. And, and then seeing him like give that up mm. to go to like a not, not as good like place to do his residency and then eventually going full time. And then with Myra being like super like coming from a really well off family, but like now like giving that all the way, all giving it all the way to like to follow Christ and to be like another also another full time minister. I think that was just a challenging picture of like wow, like I was just treating God as kind of like a genie, where like oh you know all my problems I can wish them away because of God, and then I can yeah. now just focus on you know, my academics, my successes, my accomplishments, mm. what I want to do. Mm. And like really realizing, well, that that's not the life that Jesus wants me to do when he says, follow me. Yeah. Right. And I think that, yeah, that was like the biggest moment where I was like, dang, I've been living incorrectly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. um, I mean, kind of the, the point of our podcast is like, we're talking about like, how we're all kind of works in progress and we're, we've kind of progressed and we've grown and of course there's still a long way to go but yeah. I think I'm guessing like what you do on a daily basis now is not really what you expected you'd be doing like coming in your freshman year especially if you were like kind of looking for success and everything so like what's what's one lesson that you had to learn kind of the hard way to get to this point like concerning like Mm. your approach to life and like your approach to school like something that something that that you had to kind of fix I guess you kind of touched up on it like yeah um but I don't know maybe if you could just like word it in a in in a way that's like advice for like the our younger our younger listeners who are like still trying to figure out what they want their lives to kind of be about too yeah okay um I guess like okay one thing that was something that Isaiah told me that when I was really struggling with like my idolatry of career. So that was like junior year, end of closing end of junior year to like senior year where I don't know, it was like it was starting to hit me like all my other peers, like they're going off to or in the upperclassmen they're going off to different places, having internships line up or like whatnot. And then I'm j- and I just got like a beat down from my like PI, my like research boss. He was just like <laughs> Oh, I was I was asking for a letter of rec, and he was like, "Oh, you know, based on like your academics, you know, like you're not really like giving it your all." Oh shoot! And then, like mm. he was just like, "Yeah, like I'm kind of disappointed in what you've done, given like what you've done in the past." And I was mm. just like, "Ooh, yeah, yeah, 
all right <laughs> and then, yeah and i was just i was really that, that like kind of destroyed your pride. Uh, yeah it was like one step forward in terms of, like for jesus and it was that was like five like i don't know 100 steps back yeah. and i remember just feeling so stressed out i was like like really thinking like what have what have i done so mm. far in my car like have i really done everything i could to like better myself and yeah and it, this was coming off like ministering to like you know that what philip shared the uh with our own like junior home group yeah guys and, like meryl yeah yeah um, and it was that was like the first semester and i i remember loving that like a lot it's just like being able like it was hard like we had so many issues yeah. with each other but like the the fact that we were doing something greater than us beyond us and then like leaving our pride behind and like doing something for god yeah. that was something that was really beautiful but like yeah for sure in that moment I, that, that was like you wanted to chase yeah I, I wanted to drop that and be like was that really worth mm-hmm. the time like we spent a lot of time like prepping oh, and yeah. like oh yeah yeah and I was like man I'm at like a cross point ish and so mm-hmm. I remember just calling Isaiah and uh, we went to what's that called halal guys and <laughs> <laughs> and yeah he was and like this one advice he shared was you know like when you're really feeling the pull of the world right like and, and my thought process was oh isaiah like i'm like going through all this and like i don't feel like i'm being a genuine like student lead or whatnot and he was like i was thinking of oh should i just take a step back and kind of figure things out and his advice was when you're like when you're really struggling with that like the best thing you can do is not to to shrink back to do less but mm-hmm. is to try to do more and mm-hmm. like and for him it was like his faith and belief that the gospel work, the kingdom building is so much greater than like anything else the world can offer. Mm. And I think that's like, uh, that would be my advice to anyone who's kind of going through that same process is like to really, yeah, think about it, but also challenge yourself to like, give yourself like a set amount of time to do something crazy for God and let that kind of show you what really matters in the world. And for Mm. me, that was um, kind of, giving up like that summer for like just like trying to get an internship or some like research thing and like just going to Cambodia with like my peers yeah and I think that was God showed me a lot in in that like Mm -hmm. on that trip just like the brokenness of the world the the, what genuine need looks like and I think like my heart really grew to like love people yeah um yeah so I think that that would be my advice wow cool Oh, that's cool like I think yeah when you're just getting into like doing God's work and really trying to love others like Satan really like try to grasp out your heart real hard right there I mean <laughs> that's like oh yeah. yeah I'm like yeah God's work is awesome and then all of a sudden like yeah like <laughs> yeah. Satan hits you with that like dang I, I think I would have definitely fallen into worldliness for sure but like yeah yeah Isaiah was really there for for you and I think it was really cool how you reached out I mean, you could have done so many other things. Like, you could have run away. You could have um, just, like, yeah, kind of figure it out by yourself. But, yeah, you reached out to other people and you asked Isaiah. And, yeah, I think, yeah, that kind of shows, like, we, as Christians, can't do life on our own. Yeah. We need to, yeah, yeah, we need others to talk to. We need uh, leaders to lead us and really um, just slap us into, you know, thinking straight. (laughs) No, seriously. Yeah, that's, that's a real thing. Like, we kind of get lost in our own thoughts and our own self. And we put ourselves before God, like, constantly. And we need that um, clarity um, often. So I think, yeah, we just need to thank our leaders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I think kind of, yeah. kind of adding to that, like, even if, like, you can't really relate with Jeffrey's advice because, like, you don't feel like, like, success or, like, ambition is something that pulls at you. Like, at, at the very least, I think we can all relate with that feeling of, like, man is this worth it or yeah. like is is this the right trade-off and then at least the advice you can take away from that is in that moment like don't try to figure that out on your own but like talk mm-hmm. to people especially if like you you have a sense that what you experience is genuine yeah it's like why would you just kind of leave that be like at least try to like fight for it a little bit mm. and like yeah. yeah i i mean throughout throughout all of our stories as like what we've been calling works in progress like of course there's always moments where 
our leaders like s- just said the right thing yeah and it's probably not because like I don't know, like, they probably didn't even know it was the right thing to say, yeah, really. Yeah. It's just, like, they're just trying to say what they could. Yeah. But it's, like, that's crazy. Like, God, God really speaks through people. Yeah. yeah. I think we all have to take that that leap of faith at at some point. Like, there's something, like, we're all sinners, and we all have to, you know, have that point of where we got to throw that away. We got to throw our idols away. And yeah. I think that was that first step for you, or that, that step leap of faith for you so i mean i i think we if when we try to live christian life and try to follow jesus and take up our cross daily like we do face um that cliff that we have to jump and i mean we're we're fine now <laughs> we're alive <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, i mean it's not it's not bad once we cross it it's actually better than uh chasing the world so yeah i'm, I'm really inspired by your story jeff so thank yeah. you for that but, yeah and we definitely, I think we need to do an episode on, um, we just need to get a bunch of people in here and talk about their experiences in camp because oh, yeah. I feel like that's, that's camp the, episode. kind of, yeah, it's kind yeah. of been a theme and like, there's just something about it. Like it just, yeah, it, it wakes you up to the reality of life. So mm. we should talk about yeah. that. But, okay, cool. Let's end with the Bible verse because yeah. we're Christian. You want, do, you, do you have a joke verse? <laughs> you have a joke verse? We we like to share a joke verse. But it's, it's okay, okay if you don't have one. But. Next was, let them eat meat or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think it was numbers. No. No, it's, it, it was from numbers. Oh, it was yeah. from numbers. Okay, do you have a life verse? Life verse. Yeah, Romans 12.1. Romans 12.1. Do you want me to pull it up? Yeah. Romans 12. That clicking you hear is not us Googling it. No, 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 no. It's, it's my brain working. It's the soundtrack just, we play. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just um, uh, get it. That's the sound of my brain working. <laughs> just 12-1? Yeah. Okay, this is ESV version. Uh, it reads, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Yeah. Body worship, very important. <laughs> <laughs> so, so why did you yeah. pick this verse? I think I, I, I stumbled upon this verse uh, was when I was going through uh, Living Sacrifice by um, Helen Dr. Rosier. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. And book. yeah, like, she was a physician too and like she was serving um, and yeah, like, you just see her life like utterly poured out for other people and mm-hmm. I, I personally was just really inspired by that and like that book like the title I, I believe came from this verse and I mean like here's like Paul just kind of breaking down like what life is supposed to be about mm-hmm. and essentially it's, it's a living sacrifice like mm-hmm. and that like that essentially is just following what Jesus did right it's like not trying to save your life but tr- losing it so that you know others may live and like you will find life in mm-hmm. that and so yeah, I feel like that's something that I'm always challenged by, like whether my life is about, you know, living for myself or is it truly living, you know, as a sacrifice so that other people can get to share in like this great news that we have in this, you know, community, salvation, reconciliation with God, mm-hmm. this love that um that God first shown us. And I think that's that's for me is like how I want to live my life yeah I I used to think that that was gonna be like through medicine like as ambitious as I was I feel like I I definitely genuinely had like a care and like wanting my life to impact other people in a positive way and I think a challenge was like oh is that gonna be through medicine or is that gonna be through the gospel and that definitely was something I had to wrestle with but like you know, and continue to be challenged that, like, no matter what you can do in someone's life, right? Like, bettering them socially or economically, nothing is going to compare to the gospel, like, mm-hmm. them being saved. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's it's about eternity. Yeah. And whether they're internally separated from God or they're with God. And Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I, I think, like, the idea of living, of what it means to be a living sacrifice is that, like, like it's not like Christian life is a bunch of like like periodic big sacrifices you have to make where it's like okay mm. at this point in my life I'm gonna give up like 
like my paycheck or like this point in my life I'm gonna give up this job opportunity but like to be a living sacrifice is it's making those small decisions every day yeah. and it's learning to kind of yeah to, like just deny yourself in like little small ways and I think that even in the midst of coronavirus where it seems like like what do we have to sacrifice because everything's been taken away from us already well no it's like there's there's so many small decisions that you have to make where you have to say am I going to like just give in to what I want at this point or am I going to make this small sacrifice for God so mm. yeah yeah that's a good that's a good verse keep that in mind as, as we stay quarantined yeah well that's it for the time we have so right. yeah thanks Jeff for yeah, joining no us problem. Um, how do we end it <laughs> thank you everyone for jo- uh, whatever five. Corona Corona <laughs> bye bye <laughs>